Takes, episode 161, which is a speaker system from Bose that was put out in 2001, 161. I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan and Cameron. No Tucker tonight. He's on vacation, Turks and Caicos. Frankly, he's driving me nuts every two seconds. When you turn around, homeboy's putting up pictures of the beach. It's sickening. But uh, I, I, I gave it. I gave a, a suggestion to the Ways Takes chat. Perhaps uh, you know we we take points off for mistakes on this show. Uh, this is not a, a finable offense, in my opinion. You know, it's a vacation. Um, but I think we need to implement take suspensions. And Tucker technically is getting a suspension of one week because he's not here and he didn't submit a take. So, but uh, how are we doing, gentlemen? Uh, living the dream, as our good pal would say. All right, let's get into it. Uh, winners and losers. Not a lot happened this week. Uh, loser, loser, uh, me, because um, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick went on a podcast and said that um, the media is driving the narrative. The media made it all up. There was no hatred between the two. So big loser me, clearly I was super off base, the fact that they did not like each other towards the end of Tom's career. <clears throat> big loser me. So we'll just we'll just choose to believe them, I guess. Uh, any other winners and losers from you guys? I didn't even see the poll. Honestly, I can't remember it. It's, yeah, the week before the Super Bowl is a little... How much happened? A little strange. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll just move right along. Did they pick uh, Rookie of the Year and stuff like that yet? Not yet. Um, when do they do that usually? They the, for the past tomorrow. like five years they do it the, the like tomorrow. couple days before the Super Bowl. Yeah, tomorrow. It's tomorrow. We'll have next week for that for those winners and losers. Um, all right, let's move on to wasted takes. Now, I just came up with mine about five minutes ago when uh, Cam mentioned um, the Lakers trade that just went through. So the Lakers are sending Russell Westbrook and I think a couple other players to Oklahoma City for D'Angelo Russell. Now, if you don't remember D'Angelo Russell, he was a high pick of the Lakers back in like 2014, maybe 2015, somewhere around there. He was like lottery pick. Slated to be this great player. Um, got in trouble with the Lakers. Filmed a, a phone call, I think it was, of, of Swaggy P. Nick Young, the owner of the greatest uh, GIF of all time. If you haven't used the GIF of him turning around with the question marks on his head, it makes me laugh just thinking about it. Greatest GIF of all time. But getting off track. He uh, filmed him on a phone call with a mistress, I think, and then posted it online or sent it to Iggy Azalea playing some games, um, as Cam called him an absolute gamer. Um, but he sent that out, got in trouble with the Lakers, never really fit with the team after that, got sent out, I think, to Brooklyn or Minnesota or somewhere. Kind of made a little bit of a career for himself. He's turned into a decent player. Definitely not what he was supposed to be, but he's on his way to L.A. So my take is that D'Angelo Russell – will go to the Lakers. Obviously the home of LeBron James. LeBron 
you know, been a pretty, pretty big family guy all his career. Never really heard about any problems, but people have noticed a couple times him liking Instagram page, pages. I think the name of them was like Big Booties. He was on Big Booty Instagram page liking pictures when he was married. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty. It's not great, but it's it's definitely not like the worst thing you could do in a relationship. You know, it's just it's looking at the window dressing a little bit. But um, I think D'Angelo Russell goes to the Lakers and films LeBron James having an affair. And it causes <laughs> such an uprising and such a problem in his family that much like Thomas Brady, he gets divorced and retires by next year, by the end of next year. That's the take. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the name of the game right there. That's the name of the game. Ways to take the year opportunity. Um, I'm glad you're playing for it this year. You know, usually you're pretty. I play the straight uh, man on this program. I, I do. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a new year. It's a new you. Um, I love this take. I think D'Angelo Russell is just known for that kind of sh- shenanigans. And honestly, I don't know how big of a payday he's getting. I imagine it's pretty big. But, you know, you can get a lot more money. By selling this sort of information to TMZ, so I think he's in it for the 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 snitch game. You know, LA, big city, LeBron, biggest name in sports right now. Um, that's probably the reason why he wanted to go there in the first place. He wants to get some some insider scoop on what's going on. Um, he doesn't care about basketball, and you know, say what you want about him, but he's a hustler. So I agree with this one. I think uh, I think it's spot on. Listen, LeBron, never gotten caught cheating, but if he's liking pictures of big booties on Instagram, and he's been in girls' DMs, too. He's been caught doing that. Nothing crazy, but just in girls' DMs. There's no way that he hasn't played the field a little bit. Uh, He's been married since he was, like, 20, I think. So, um, Dylan? You know, as much as I like to agree with the wastedness I, I i think lebron is too much of a stand-up guy uh and i don't think i don't think he's going to be doing this type of stuff um now i wouldn't put it past uh uh what's his face to you know maybe do some shenanigans to someone else on the team i mean the lakers uh notorious for having some some <clears throat> you know, incidences with girlfriends uh, in the past years and, and whatnot. So I don't know. Um, they are in Southern California. Things can happen. Uh, so okay, I could agree to something coming out of it from what was it? What was the guy's name? D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell, right? Yeah. It makes me think of a sub, a sandwich, because D'Angelo's. Um, all right, Cam, you got to take. Yep, I got one locked and loaded. Um, I was talking about Mark Madness before the show, and it is really getting into this, but I better put it out there now before it becomes a little bit more likely. Um, my previous March Madness take was that Xavier is going to uh, make their first Final Four this year, and I'm still sticking to that. I'm going to go step it up a little bit um, about the other teams making the Final Four. I'm not going to give specific projections, but... This is going to be the first year, probably ever, I didn't look into it, but um, 
there's not going to be a Power Five conference in the Final Four this year. Um, so, to give you an example of what that would look like, it's like an Xavier and a UConn, um, a Houston, a Gonzaga. Like that would still work. So it's it's not that it's a, extremely unlikely. I just don't think it's ever happened. Um, Power Five conferences usually got your Kansas, your Kentucky, your USC, your Duke. And I don't know how much you guys have paid attention to it this year, but they've already broke the records for most number one and number two seeds um, losing to teams outside the top ten or to unranked teams, something like that. Every single day, the top ten is just moving around like like clockwork. It's, it's really – Go ahead and look at the top ten, and you'll be surprised at the teams you see on there. Um, you didn't even know they had a basketball. Almost Florida Atlantic University is in like ranked like nineteenth in the country. It's um, absolutely wild ones. Kansas State is fairly really good this year. Alabama. Um, so I think it's a big year for the upsets. I I'm excited for it. No power five teams in the final four. Go look at the top ten, and you'll be genuinely surprised. Yeah, so I hate college basketball taste because I can literally get no insight because I know nothing about the sport. But um, I have been getting a lot of ESPN updates on my phone for, oh, upset alert, upset alert. I feel like every other night, upset alert. Um, I saw a tweet that was like, there's a good chance that, like, I forget the two schools, but two big basketball schools like Duke, UNC, meet in the first four. Like, so clearly there's been a lot of shaking and moving going on, Cam. So based on that information. Yeah, they're both on the bubble. Um, on the outside looking in, more likely, to be honest with you, too. So yeah, so. It's, it's I'm going to send you right now the top 25, however much can fit in there. Um, just to read it off for you. We have – did that work? Did that sound to you? On, yeah. on what platform? Oh. On Skype or – We got number one, Purdue. Two, Houston. Three, Alabama. Three, Arizona. Roll Four, time. Arizona. Five, Texas. Tennessee. UCLA is pretty good usually. VA, UVA, Kansas. Marquette. Iowa State. Kansas State. And then you got like St. Mary's in there. Miami, TCU, IU. Just teams that are not notable basketball schools, more football schools, honestly. Um, so I think it's going to be a huge year. Power five gone. Uh, so, yeah, based on that, based on what you're telling me, based on the whispers I've been hearing on Twitter, based on my ESPN notifications, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. Crazy year. Uh, and I'll throw a side take. Since the year's been so crazy, this is the year someone gets a perfect bracket. Uh, Dell. Muted there, my friend. Mute. Sorry, I was uh, I was busy figuring out Linnea's Skype. Uh, but I'm is, here. She is here. Um, so I, I guess the gist of the take was just that college basketball is wild. Something crazy is going to happen. What is it, Cam? Yep. Yeah, I know you were busy there. Um, so I sent a picture of the top like 20 teams or whatever, and you like just by glancing. Um, it's not your typical Duke, UNC, Villanova, um, the teams you're used to seeing up near the top. Even Gonzaga's fallen. 
Uh, it's a bunch of kind of random teams. My, my take was that the final four would consist of zero power five teams. So that's Pac-12, Big Ten, Big 12. Aces, the last four, you said? The final four. The, so final. The, the final four teams, none of them will be from the power five conferences. I could get behind that. Has that ever happened? Did you look into that? So that's what I said. I don't know if it's ever happened. I would assume it has not, or at least not in a very, very long time back when they were playing like like bad, just bad teams were winning, or bad teams now. Um, but it's definitely not happened in a while. It's not something likely to happen. There's always those teams. The ACC this, is a, this is a good take, though, Cam, because, you know, there's we don't talk too much about college basketball. It's always like, this team's going to do good. Um, Texas is back. And so I like it. Um, I, in order for this to happen, a significant uptick in uh, not what does it say top top five power five big five whatever it is um, teams you know make the tournament and it sounds like that is a possibility. So yeah, um, that's definitely a trend right now. So like UNC, Duke, Villanova, all these teams are outside. I mean. They'll probably make the tournament, but they're not projected as high as they were. Just looking at these rankings, outside of the Power Five and just the top 20, you have Houston, Marquette, Xavier, St. Yeah. Gonzaga, Brayton. So I think there's, there's a lot of teams that can make it happen. There's always that one upset team, that George Mason, that um, – that breaks through too. So I, I got a, a good feeling about this. I like it. I'm agreeing to it. All right. The um, stars are aligned. So as Dell mentioned, we have called upon our proverbial sixth woman of the year, our uh, bench player, uh, guest of the year winner, getting her nomination in early here in 2023. Um, Linnea is joining us. What's uh, good? What's good? Stepping in for the injured Tucker. Love to see it. Uh, you got any got any opinions? You know anything about college basketball? Or are you in my boat where you're like, I don't know what you're talking about? You know, I'm definitely probably sinking Trey's boat. No, I got nothing on college basketball, but I could just take a shot in the dark and make something wild. Do you agree? Always- Do you disagree with Cameron Stamps? You know, I like the idea of it all being the underdog because I've always been a fan of never underestimate the underdog. But I don't know if it'll be all underdogs in the final four. I feel like there'll be like some crazy upset, but I don't know if it'll be that big of an upset. Very astute. I, I Maybe I disagree with Cam now. They might have flipped me, but all right. I don't know if there will be four big upsets that'll put four underdogs in. What Cam's saying is they wouldn't be upsets, basically, though, is that they'd be... Uh, a, <laughs> we don't have to go into it. Anyway. <laughs> we don't have to go into it. So, anyway. I mean, it would be uh, an upset in the sense that you wouldn't expect those teams to be there. So. Yeah. True. And Lene is basically saying that a team like... A team, a team that, you know, is doing okay, like in Alabama is able to push through, who's not a traditional basketball school, but still power five, is able to get through. You know, there's a great chance that happens. So, Shout out to Castleton uh, basketball this year. Started three and two and then lost 15 straight 10 seasons. Hate to see it. Yikes. Castleton. Didn't you guys have a Pittsfield guy on your team at one point? 
No, the coach is from Pittsfield. Same guy. Uh, still. Um, all right. Uh, do you got to take? I do. Um, the NFL, or not NFL, the MLB All-Star Ballot. Is it official? Is Hall, of Fame, we Hall of Fame Ballot. Yeah. Oh, I still have to say All-Star? Yeah. Yeah, the Hall of Fame ballot. It's official, right? Yes. Scott Rowland. This happened like a month ago. I don't know how you guys missed this. Yeah, this is wild. So, um, I think because there was no big ticket names. I mean, Scott Rowland's going in, the only one. Uh, I mean, that guy, I mean, he was okay. It's just, I never really thought of him as a, as a gigantic, uh, powerhouse of a player but maybe i'm wrong i mean he played for the cardinals for years so we didn't know anything about the national league really as a kid so i don't know but um everyone hates the hall of fame uh nobody likes it with the writers decisions uh there's you know so much like politics that go into it it's all snotty rich people seemingly just like making these decisions, hating on certain type of people for this, that, and the other thing. Um, it's now the Hall of Fame, in my opinion, is kind of subpar too. It's in some tiny little uh, town, Cooperstown in New York, down a one-way street, one tiny little building. Uh, it's not really that special. Um, so the take is this some point in the future we're going to have a new association we're going to have a new hall of fame that is uh set up by different people different writers and it's going to be its own separate thing and this stupid hall of fame that we have now is going to be slowly disbanded and no one's going to care about it and we're going to care about the new hall of fame and we're going to have new new rules about who gets in and who gets out and uh, some random Joe Schmo is going to make it up, and it's just going to get tra- enough tracking because people don't care about the one that we have now. That's the take. All right, it's a little vague for my taste, but um, yeah, I mean, I I gave I told Cam sent this in today. He said, "Oh, Hall of Fame, blah blah blah." I've known about this for a month. I don't know how this was not. We just didn't talk about on the it. radar. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's so like you said, Scott Rowland, good player, big deal. Not a guy that you would have come up to me and been like, "Hey, Scott Roll, excuse me, Scott Rollins on the ballot this year." I've been like, "What? I don't care." Um, I said to Cam, "It's the Hall of very nice guys that never did anything wrong. That's what the Hall of Fame is. It's just these old baseball curmudgeons who are like, you know, that that A Rod, he got caught cheating. You know, he's out. Can't put him in. He wasn't an honest man, despite the fact that A Rod was always a great player." Uh, that guy, Manny Ramirez, he, you know, he hit some home runs and he kind of, kind of did his own thing, tr- walked around the bases. Like he wasn't really, you know, following the unwritten rules. Can't put him in. He also, he also got suspended for. Yes. He also got busted PEDs. So that's another part of it, but that's what I'm saying. Like these guys, PEDs, definite, not a good look. Saved baseball at one point. Absolutely did after lockout. Um, and I mean, I think what they need to do, maybe not start a new hall. I, I think that would kind of be tough to do with how entrenched Cooperstown is and how players kind of revere it and 
I don't know. It's just those all-timey baseball guys are tough to knock off. I know, but here's the thing. You build a giant complex near something that's not in the middle of nowhere, and you invite a bunch of people to, like, begin this new endeavor, and you and you get, you know, you start it with, you know, ever since, like, year 2010, pick a number, you invite guys to come, and, like, you're going to be inducted into the first, first year of the, I don't know, whatever the name is, and they have a giant party, and it's a big thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you were, you were in the whatever, and uh, it just builds traction, and more people get invited to go. It's just completely different. New people set it up, and it's going to just – maybe it's not the Hall – maybe it's not Hall of Fame-esque. But they have like it's like a new prestigious uh, community that is players that are invited to, to like be in this. So baseball would have to take MLB it, takes it over. The MLB would have to like sign off on this because they couldn't use their their branding and their licensing and stuff like that. I don't see baseball doing it. I think what they need to do is make is first of all lower the threshold. You shouldn't have to get seventy five percent to get in, and B. Create a, a better voting system where it's not just writers. Put players, you know, former players, have them vote. Guys that played against them that hated them. Guys that were teammates with them. You know, heated rivals. Things like that. So that way you get... Anybody who's in the hall can, can vote. And they, I agree with that, too. I'm fine, I'm fine with that, too. Um, Cam, you like it? I, got, I love this thing. I got two words for you. Live golf. Yes, similar. Okay, I understand. Shake it, it up. Yeah, but it's different because it's associated with Major League Baseball. Thanks, thanks. Get in there. Um, I understand the differences, um, but it only takes one or a group of rich guys to just make anything they want possible, and that's kind of the American dream. Um, there you go. I can see it happening. You just don't use the team names. You say this guy was very good at the sport. <laughs> you don't say, you know. Of the of the uh, New York Yankees, of the Boston Red Sox, you just say Kurt Schilling, great baseball player, and career stats. So it only takes one avid baseball fan to get a bunch of his rich buddies to make this happen. And I truly think that it's a it's a very real possibility. And I think people like Kurt Schilling would be the first ones to yeah. get on back. He might be number one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's gonna first grab pick yeah. into the live baseball hall of fame. It might be, honestly, it might be Saudi funded. <laughs> I don't think the Saudis are too interested in baseball. But Great. Linnea, thoughts? Not gonna lie, I'm listening to Rihanna right now. Okay, Linnea's already checked out on that take. Uh, Linnea, do you have a take for us? Um. I don't really watch sports or keep up with sports. Okay. Um, Good podcast. To be I, I mean, you had a great take last year. You're not, you know, you, you're still got to win this, this guest of the year. You don't just get it for showing up. You know, the support's there. I think whoever has the most unique uniforms will win. Right. I can see why you're dating. The Super Bowl. You're dating Dylan. The Super Bowl. I can see why you're dating Dylan. Dylan's a big. Uniform I do have guy. the uniform take. Uh, Are we roasting true. Dylan? No. Oh, no. It's just it's just his style to to make uniform takes. Um, 
Who's wearing white? I think. Always go for the white. Okay. I think the Chiefs are, are wearing the whites. Chiefs got white. Yeah, Chiefs are wearing the whites. They've Chiefs won white. like a ton of the super, recent Super Bowls. Um, so the more unique, I would say, would be the color. The ones with color on them, right? And I would say the Eagles have more unique uniforms because they have the fu- the, the wings coming off their head. That's different than just the logo. So I agree. I love it. Fly equals fly. I like, I like they look like um, Tony the Tiger from Frosted Flakes. I think those are candy ass uniforms. That's why they'll yeah, they're the Yeah, they're the worst helmet in the league. I they are the worst helmet in the league. Helmets. You can have the conversation so many times. It's candy ass uniforms. They're so bad. Candy ass. <laughs> what do you think, Dylan? Lindsay says they are. Uh, Lindsay says Tony the Tiger ass, but in a good way. So candy ass kitty Halloween no. costume uniforms. Don't like it. Get rid of it. Dylan, uniform, more unique uniform. Gonna win this one. Being the Eagles, I would I would imagine that. that kind yeah, of we didn't we didn't really specify. Well, the but Eagles have a sure. more unique uniform, I'd say, based purely well, on the helmet. Lene wants to go. Whoever is wearing white, so go Eagles. That's the Chiefs. Chiefs are wearing Chiefs. white. Never white mind. is not go unique. Okay, though. well now I'm conflicted because I wanted to go Eagles. But white is not unique. The Chiefs are wearing white. That's not unique. Everyone has a white uniform. Well, I'm going. Eagles. Yeah, but yeah, so Eagles are more. Unique. Red is red is the most common sports color in America. So then they're even less unique. Everything is red, white, or blue. She's fully on the Eagles. Yeah, here. sorry, you're right. I'm sorry. We're going Eagles. Then okay, agree. Whatever. Next thing. <laughs> Cam. Next segment. I don't know what was just said, but Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Welcome to five minutes off topic with Linnea. Let's go. Um, all right. Moving on. Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl was this weekend. I watched the highlights of it. Didn't really watch it live. Um, opinion on it. It's still lame. Like, I don't really care. Um, also, if I'm a lineman, I'm not going. I'm going somewhere else. Like, these linemen, they don't give them anything to do. They gave them, yes, sir, they gave them the balloon toss and the, the pull the sled challenge, which I actually thought was pretty cool, the pull the sled one. What's a pro bowl? Uh, it's like the all-star game, but for football. Um, What's an all-star game? Okay, I'm going to need you to, to to try to figure it out. Just use context clues. Um, I lost my train of thought. The linemen, they don't really get to do anything. Um, the flag games, linemen were not involved at all. Um, it's fine. I don't care what they do with it. Like, I get they don't want to play a game because it's kind of useless. But, uh, yeah, I, I won't, I, I don't, the spectacular catch was better. It was more like a dunk contest than it was last year where it was just kind of like, oh, he made a, they still scored it terribly. They were like, oh, he tried really hard. Here's a 70. I'm giving the guy a 20 if he doesn't catch the ball. Um, but I mean, it was interesting at some points. The, the skills challenges are way better than the flag game or whatever the hell they were doing. I like the team aspect of it. I loved Eli saying after he's like, I'm so much better than at coaching than Peyton. It's unbelievable. That's like something any of us would say. So, um, yeah, I mean, not really a huge fan of the Pro Bowl still. Don't really care. Matt Judon, only Patriot there. Um, didn't do a lick of anything. Cam, um, Pro Bowl thoughts? Yeah, the the highlight of the Pro Bowl was that little kid reporter. Did anyone see him? 
The one that talked Jeremiah. to uh, what's his name about the his dad. Oh Josh my Jacobs. god, that kid was awesome. Um, <clears throat> but it leads into what I also have to say about the Raiders. So he's a big Raiders fan. He's interviewing all these Raiders. Um, there's one Raider in specific. This could have been my way to take if I had thought about it earlier. Derek Carr lit up the throwing challenge. Free agent. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did see it. Beat everyone, beat everyone by a million points and had fun doing it. Got a lot to prove. He's going to have his best season. Wherever he ends up, he's going to have his best season next year. That's just a sideways to take uh, because of that Pro Bowl. Because of that Pro Bowl showdown and confidence. Um, I thought the Pro Bowl is like – Still the worst one in sports. What else are they going to do? I think the people enjoy it more than they did when they had to be sweating hot in pads that they didn't need to be wearing. So I think it actually works better. As for the linemen, I don't think they really care. They're just they're there to say they went to the Pro Bowl and they're probably doing their own thing. They don't have to be some like You're still a Pro Bowl or even if you don't go. So I would just skip. I go on vacation. I know, but it's fun to, it's fun to show face. Honestly... I love those sorts of games. Dodgeball? That would be my favorite thing. No linemen in dodgeball. It was all skill players. Oh, yeah. Well. They got to do the uh, jug machine where they shoot the balls at them and they all catch them. They catch how many they can see. As long as they they didn't... Yeah, as long as they don't lose weight after they retire. That's all. Dale, you catch any in the Pro Bowl? Um, I've never once watched the Pro Bowl or any of the activities ever live. I uh, did not watch again this year. Um, but, this is why I don't know what it is. But uh, the Linnea, okay, it's it's all the all the best players get invited for for a day where they showcase their skills and play fake football. They used to and play like, a game, but they it's don't. Like, it's the all stars of the season. They're all invited to go to this event, and it's televised. Okay, so. Um, for the lineman thing, I got an idea for the defensive lineman. You know the game when you're in the uh, like an arcade and you try to punch the the punching bag as hard as you possibly can, and it gives you a score. Okay, so this is what they do: they set up um, a, a fake defensive line that they have to break through. Where it's like made, you know, made of foam players or whatever. And then there's one of those like uh, um, tackling dummies that you tackle. And then it tells you your score of how hard you hit. But the point is, is that you have to hit it as lightly as you can. And whoever gets as lightly wins because that's the league is so you can't tackle quarterback. So it's the lightest hit wins the award. <laughs> I like that. Um well, Lene, I don't know if you have much thought on this, considering you don't know what the Pro Bowl or an All-Star game is. So, um... No, I love this idea. It's like the skills. It's like all the recipes to the cake that they take into the game, you know? Yeah. I love it. You I'm like what? You like, uh... I, think, I think this could prove actually who's the best player. I'm obsessed with it. Like, who has the best skill, you know? I'm here for it. Unfortunately, the best players skip it. Which is lame, but. Um, but does that make them the best player? Who's the most committed? The ones who show up. That's a good point. Never underestimate the underdog. That's a good point. Um, do you, you ever do a water balloon toss, Linnea? That was one of the games this year. I'm here for it. Water I don't know, but Trey and I kill at egg toss. The so- yeah, there it is. Soft hands. I just did an egg toss last weekend. 
Joe, when uh, did we do an egg toss? Was it? Oh, it was uh, uh, Olympics. Olympics. The Cape Cod, yeah. we won. Like we won that. You and I won it. We carry the red team, dude. We went all in. We we hillbilly horseshoes. I'm so, sorry, but who won? You guys won, but we won the first one, which is more important. Um, well, we were working out the kinks. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Next thing I got: Bronny, LeBron James breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record last night in a loss. They stopped the game for 10 minutes. Um, so I'm just going to run through all my thoughts on this. A, super amazing accomplishment for LeBron. 100%. One of the greatest ever. I listened to Boston's talk radio today, and they're old curmudgeons, and they were like, well, I would still say Bird's better than him. I would still say Kareem's better than him because they have, you know, they were, they were big, better competitors. I don't buy that. It's Jordan 1, him 2, or some combination. I understand the argument for putting him 1. I don't agree with it just because of championships um, and, and and other competitiveness questions. But I have Jordan 1, LeBron 2. Um, I think he's the greatest athlete to ever play the game. I think he's more athletic than Jordan. More, you know, he, he never had, he's never really had a really significant injury. He's had bumps and bruises here and there. But um, yeah, so. Super, super earned and, and not taking away anything from him. It's very impressive. It's a record that I don't think will be broken for many, many years. I know we had the conversation about this earlier, Cam, but um, he got a head start because he got in when they were still allowing high school players in. He's been consistent. He, you know, the, the record he just broke stood for 40 years. I think this one stands for that amount of time, probably more. Um I just don't see how there's any way anyone can pass. I look up Steph Curry today, 21,000 points, Steph. And he was he's hitting a ton of his points from the three-point line. So even if you're the best three-point shooter in history, you got to put up some serious buckets to catch him. Um, and he's still got two, three years left. If you, He probably could go five more uh, without really slowing down, but I think he might quit early after he plays with the Suns. But two years till the Suns in the league, so... He's got that at much time. Um, secondly, LeBron himself, he's such a baby. And he's, he's it's just, it's me, 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 me. I listened to a cut of his press conference and he said, yeah, if I um, if I was selecting a team of all the all-time greats, I'd pick myself first. And I get that. You're confident in your abilities, but it's just, <laughs> it's just always I, I, I. They, the radio show I was listening to played a cut of that against Tim Duncan after they won a championship. And he was like, yeah, we were really happy. We had this leadership with pop and we knew that we, we could be in a good position if we played hard. It's all we, we, we team, team, team. Now basketball is a lot of self-centered players. LeBron is one of those players. I get it. It's just lame. It's so, and if he had any self-awareness or any sort of, you know, killer like attitude and like, I don't give a, F about what anybody says about me. I don't care about anything other than basketball. Like, this is my crap. Like, kind of like a bit of Tom Brady mentality, but Brady has softened in his in his lesser years, in his more recent years. But that type of mentality, he'd be the coolest athlete in the world, but he's just kind of lame. He's corny. There was a video that surfaced of some guy at the courtside asking him before, you know, this earlier this week, are you going to cry when you get the record? He's like, no, nah, I'll cry if we win a championship, though. Cried. He cried. They stopped the game for a whole quarter. 
or, or before the end of the quarter, there was a whole quarter left. They stopped the game. He went to the mic, gave a speech, cried. I thought Kareem handled it really well. I thought it was good to have him there. I think he was happy to pass over the torch. He's an intellectual guy. He's not one of these fake intellectuals either. Um, you know, and I think he was happy to do it. And I, it was good to see him be so gracious about it. But, I mean, it's a hell of an accomplishment. I just, I'm still not a LeBron fan. I think he's a baby. I think he's self-centered. Um, he's a winner, 100%. He wins, he wins. Not more recently, but he's won four championships. So he's a winner. He, in Dylan's book, he's, he's you know, an official championship, a champion four two times. times over. So, um, yeah, he's... He's an all-time great. I mean, there's no denying it. Anybody that says otherwise is, is dumb. There's a lot of people in Boston that don't put him up with Bird and Kareem and the old guys. 100% disagree. He would have ran circles around those guys even in their day. Um, so, yeah, the only thing that kind of cheapens this is uh, Kareem had one career three-pointer. So, obviously, uh, he, he could have had plenty more points. You can't change history. That happens. So good for LeBron, I guess. It's nice that the Lakers are going to get one thing considering they're out of the playoffs. Um, Cam, your thoughts on it? Yeah. Um, first of all, he's, Kareem was a center. It wasn't because of the time that he was playing. He had one three-pointer because he was a center. They didn't have threes then. They didn't have threes for the majority of his career. Bird didn't have threes for a lot of his career. Shaq only made one three in his career. Yes, Cam, I know, I understand. I'm saying that maybe he would have developed a three-point shot. I'm just, I'm saying, I said, I guess, right, yeah. okay. there wasn't a, there wasn't a three-point shot. It did not exist. I got you, but I, you can argue that would have taken away from the points he had to paint. But anyway, um, <clears throat> good for LeBron. Earned it, definitely, obviously. It's unbelievable that he's still able to play at this level. Uh, at this age, unfortunately, he just doesn't care about winning anymore. It's known. It's very well known. He would have made moves to try to do anything else, um, go anywhere else, try to get somebody that's actually going to help him. I think AD sees it too. Um, oh, did you see what AD dur- did during this? Getting there. Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis didn't even stand up. I thought it was hilarious. It shows the disconnect. Um, from a guy who, you know, preaches family and, and he's clearly happy in his career. Um, he doesn't care about the championships anymore. Doesn't care about building up the guys around him. And it's, it's pretty sad to see. I'll put Jordan one, LeBron two. I've said it the opposite on this podcast. Um, due to that factor, just the selfishness, I got it. I got it switched around. Um, I think he's more athletic. You can have the debate all day long, uh, but it, I mean, it's it's definitely earned. It's a hundred percent. It's a talent aspect. I I will take back what I said that somebody's going to beat it, or I said Luca. I think Luca is is on his way, um, and it doesn't have to be Luca specifically. It could be somebody like Tatum if they continue on this way. Regular season points over uh, breaking Kareem's record. And I say that more because it's just a scoring league and these are some guys that don't really take games off and i know that's more of a common thing with younger players as they get older they kind of take it off so we'll see um good for lebron i guess still don't think he'll play with brownie um i think that was it oh and you said something about tim duncan talking about the team that's that's a 
anomaly because the Spurs were literally the, the definition of fundamentals with Craig Popovich. And no, 100%. Jim it is an anonym, anomaly, but it's that's just... Yeah, that, so that team was just like... they didn't. Tim Duncan's an all-star standout, no doubt, but he was never that guy that you're like, I'm picking him first. He's going to... You know, no, I think I think LeBron would be. I think LeBron. I'm. I was saying in terms of his likability, he'd be so oh, much yeah. more likable if he was more in that mindset. Yeah, he's good. He, he didn't. He hasn't thought about team ball since COVID year, and even then, it might not have even. He might have just been playing really well, and everyone else was too. I think he's he's the cancer on the team that's making them not good anymore. He used to be able to play well with anybody, and now now he can't. Um. Dale, you're not a huge LeBron fan. What do you think about this one? I mean, you guys kind of summed it up. I mean, the one thing I'll say is LeBron is like LeBron is a player that he needs his needs his mold, I guess. Like he play, he'll play very well in a certain environment. Um, I mean, obviously he's done it his whole career, but he'll be at his best at in a certain environment. Where like you know people like him and like he's he's viewed as like the, the the best player on the team. He's he like you know he doesn't do well when people like uh, are he like like he gets affected easily by things that are inconsequential to playing the basketball game. You know, so that's that's part of I think the reason why people. Or iffy on on the guy, and, and like talk about him and his competitiveness. He just like he just <clears throat> can't. It seems like he just doesn't bear down and play the game uh, even harder when he's not in his like perfect element. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just, it's just it's a double edged sword in every single way you talk about. It. Yes, he just scored more points than anybody else who ever lived uh kudos to that but it's one of those things where there's all the other things about him uh so i've i always have him at two just because like if if you if you copied him and put another one of him on the team the team would be completely dysfunctional yeah they would it would they would they would be impossible they would never be a good team because of just the mindset of, of of who he is, it seems. Uh, but if you copy and pasted five Michael Jordans, they might hate each other. But I think they would come. I think they would play hard and work off each other's uh, like disdain for for each other and play and end up winning and playing hard. Uh, so I don't know. That's a hypothetical thought experiment there. But, um, but yeah. Again, I think if he was a better free throw shooter, a little more disciplined for a free throw shooter of like 72%, he, he would have surpassed this a year and a half ago. So uh, he would have had 2,000 more points right now. Make that's the one throws. thing that that's the one thing I never understood about him. He's the best basketball player in the world. Dedicate yourself to your free throws. Win more games, the more free throws you make. Why are you shooting 72% for your free? Um, ridiculous. Linnea, uh, your thoughts on LeBron James? Uh, he, he was in that funny vine. LeBron James. LeBron James. You a LeBron fan, Linnea? Um, 
I don't watch basketball, but he's also he's bald and is in denial. No, he's. What do you think about his balding? We'll roll with it. I'm convinced his glasses are fake, and he can't read a book. He reads the first page. He doesn't read. He lies. People have asked him, "Hey, what do you think about this? this? What do you think about the book so far?" He's like. Yeah, I'm not really that far into it, but uh, I just like the characters and, you know, the things they say. So, nope. <laughs> um, Dylan doesn't read. Yeah, but I don't tell but people But he doesn't walk around, TV, do and, walk around with a book and post it on Instagram. Um, I'm yeah. What do you think about his baldness, Lene? you think he should be ashamed of being bald or should he embrace it? No, I don't think hair has anything to do with it. Yeah, because, but he, like, he doesn't, he's bald, he's in denial, he won't shave it. Why do you have to shave if you're bald? Because it looks awful. Because he's yeah. just one of those guys. He's like, I'm not bald. Yes, you are. I read. I, no, you don't. I'm going to, I'm not going to cry. Yes, you do. I'm saying let the man do what he wants. We're all about people, you know, embracing what they look like and who they are and not judging them. So if the man wants to not be evolved, not on this show. Not, <laughs> yeah. not on this show. Um, I will well, say hey, you, worked, you got me worked up so hard, I just got a foot cramp. As much as I hate LeBron on the court, you know, he, I bet LeBron James wouldn't get a foot cramp right now. Yeah, if he did, no, if he, he did, he'd fall over. Ah, my foot's broken. Yeah, carry up the court. Oh, bad cramp. Oh, oh wait, let me go back out and score forty points. All right, and then he would talk about how much it would. And then he would say at the end, I'm, I'm such a, a hero, I'm a warrior, I'm I fight for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will say, as much as I hate him on the floor, he is a good person. That is something you can take away from him. He's a very good oh person. Oh my God, my foot. He's a very good person. He's done a lot for his community, so I respect him immensely for that. I don't think I'll have many, much beef with him after he retires, except for when he comes out and he says everybody else sucks because they wouldn't have played well against him. But um, all right, before we move on, quick note of business. Um, we didn't do poll, um, points because Tucker and I are tied. So we'll have to settle that next week. Uh, final thing before we get to the bowl. Just I little... vote you win because you're here. Tucker didn't show up. I, I, I wish that was the, the case. Um, Linnea, go vote on the poll and decide. It's over. It's over. Um, all right. Actually, Linnea, you can go on the poll right now and pick which take you like more. I, know, I don't know who's is who's. Exactly. Okay. I know what it's good, but it's only C or D. You're not going to pick mine. Um, okay. A um, little bit of Patriots business. There was big news in the Patriots world this this week. Tom Brady had Wait, one. real quick. Wait, real quick. I was D. Oh, you were. Oh, never mind. It's between Cam and, Cam and Tucker. Now, but it doesn't count because I just told him which one was mine. Um, I was already leaning towards that because I don't like the word juju, so I was leaning towards Tom Brady because I don't That's like the man's name, Linnea. The man's name, Linnea. Well, it's a dumb name, so I'm going with Cam. Stupid name. You don't like the candy? What's it? Juju beans. Juju beans. What's that? It's a candy. All right, Cam ties it up with Dylan and Tucker with two. I am yet to get on the board. Um. Tough start for me. Very, very big slump. Um, all right. Let's, like I was saying, Patriots news. Brady had Belichick on his podcast. Uh, I listened to it. I have some thoughts. Just want to run through it quickly. Um, I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome for, for Patriots fans. It was Patriots porn. 
100%. Not angry to see it. I'm glad that they're going to try to get along and that that we're moving towards a point where Brady's going to be a part of the Patriots moving forward. He's not going to totally leave us behind, which was what I was worried about with him leaving and then his retirement not really acknowledging the Patriots. I think he realizes now that that was kind of a mistake and that he needs to, you know, that it was a big part of his life. And and especially if he wants to be well-liked, which he does, which I'll get to in a moment, he's going to need to mend some of the bridges in Boston. In Boston, But to me, it was kind of phony. Um, they went on, like I mentioned at the top of the program, talked about how the media kind of pushed this narrative of Brady versus Belichick. Early on, sure, I agree with that. I think the media did do that to try to get clicks and views and, and papers sold and things like that. Um, but at the end, there was problems, 100%. If you've watched any of the things, I've paid attention to the story very closely over the past three, four years. Um, we had Belichick saying Brady didn't need heart surgery when he almost ripped his thumb off and ended his playing career and played through it. Uh, we had Brady going on a, a different podcast and, and asking if he felt appreciated. And he said, I plead the fifth. Uh, he had Giselle on his Tom vs. Time documentary saying he does he just wants to feel appreciated. Um, so clearly there was a problem. He wouldn't have left if there wasn't a problem. I think Brady is a guy who never, who especially now, now he doesn't want to have enemies. He doesn't want to be disliked. He doesn't want to have that negative connotation about him. Um, so I think he reached out to Bill trying to mend the bridges. I think Bill doesn't give a shit. I think if you ask Bill if he mistreated Brady, he'd be like, absolutely not. No. And and I, I truly believe that. So when Brady asked him, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll come on. I've, I've never really, like, I've never disliked. I don't think he disliked Brady in the sense that he was like, this guy's a douche. But he was just like, I want to do what I want. It's my team. Um, I think Brady reached out to him to try to do this, to try to mend the, the gap because he wants everyone to like him. He, he really cares. I think he cares about what people think about him a lot and uh, his image, especially now in retirement. And uh, this was a way to, to mend that. Now, if Brady, you know, he's not perfect, and I know he's my favorite athlete. I used to claim he was perfect. Um, but if he would, like that LeBron mentality, if he was just honest and say, listen, we had our disagreements and I left and, you know, but but we had a great run and, you know, elaborate a little more on that, I think it would have been better. But he decided to just play the there was never a problem route. Clearly lying. It's fine. It's, and it's whatever. I'm glad that they're mending bridges. I was, it was great to listen to the two of them talk. Great to hear Belichick actually appreciate a player. He always does it after they leave, but it was great to hear it from both of them. Um, Cam, your thoughts on this interview? I, I assume you didn't listen to I, it, but I didn't listen to it. I I assume. I mean, if he's going to go on the podcast, that it's not going to be a few down there. Um, obviously, there was some trouble in paradise. It, it's kind of funny. Everyone's like, oh, thank God they're able to hash this out. It's been like four years, guys. Um, it should have happened a while ago. But, you know, you take what you can get. Um, I also think that, if I don't know, if you think that he's going to be more involved with the Patriots organization now. Not so, not um, so much involved in, like, you know, a, a managerial or coaching capacity, but, but around New England. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I actually think probably the movie scene is where he's gonna he's gonna stand out. Um, a lot of great well, movies made in Boston. Yeah, Marky Mark, Ben, uh, Matt Damon. So I think a lot of people out there are 
already excited for this. I I foresee it, a movie coming out soon, um, probably featuring Brady, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, and Ben Affleck. Jot that down. Coming summer 2024, you'll have a movie with all four of those. Jeremy in. Renner, John Krasinski, <laughs> Rachel Gratch. Um, we almost did for the big three. Um, those guys might, might make a... Might make a uh, the Departed 2, starring Tom Brady. Jack Nicholson, huge Laker. Um, Dill, your thoughts on this? Can you guys hear me? Barely. Uh, filling. Um, it's not that they mended the bridge. I think, I think, I think that was bound to happen. But it's that like they. I think they could have gone on and not had a feud. Cam, you said they have a feud, but acknowledge that there were differences and not just lie. And that's essentially what Brady did. He just lied. Bill didn't say that. Bill didn't say there were no problems. Yeah, Brady it'll did. never come out. No, neither of them. No, are, if he, are I just wanted him to be movie. forthcoming. I, I can't wait for when he's like sixty and writes a book, and if, hopefully he'll just be honest about everything. That's all. I just want to know about the man. That's it. Uh, I think. Oh, sorry. To be honest you know. with you, I think it is in part of how much respect he has for Bill, and that he's yeah, still I agree. a coach. I agree. In the league. All right, I'm back. Dell, your thoughts on this, if any. Uh, Brady, uh, I think is being a bit of a baby. He's just been a baby about this forever. And like, I, I, I always kind of try to give, give an example when I played in, in college, my coach couldn't give a shit, uh, about me as a person. Uh, you didn't want to go to him for any sort of personal problem. All he cared about is if you showed up and if you played well and, that was it. It was like, you had a bad game. I'm not going to be like upset that you didn't have a good game, but like you didn't have a good game. Like, what do you want? What do you want from me? That's like, oh, you're not going to start because you've had a string of bad games. What do you want from me? Like, I'll teach you what I can teach you. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just like a job. I don't really care about you. I care about us having winning. And if you're a winner and you perform well, then good. You're doing your job. Congratulations. It's not like you don't get any special award. But like that seems like what Belichick's like and it seems like Brady left because he was just sick of it or like it wasn't getting what he wanted. And then, I mean, just, just come out and say that. I don't understand why you're not. Uh, like Trey, you said maybe one day he will. I think Belichick's just stayed in the same lane since the beginning. Just like I really don't think Belichick cares at all. Yeah. He's like, good, he left because now I can coach without him. I don't have to listen to him cry anymore. That's what. That's what. It, to me, that seems like a likely situation. What happened? I imagine the conversation with Bill, where Bill, where Tom told Bill, was like, "Hey, I'm I'm leaving. Like, I appreciate everything you taught me. I just." I need to explore a different thing. I guarantee you he wasn't like, you've been an asshole. He was like, you know, I just want to explore new opportunities. It's my first time to be able to really choose. Bill was probably like, okay, good luck. You know? Yeah. Like, all right. Okay. I, got, I, got I don't think any of this is Bill realizing how, how big of a mistake he made. Let him go. I don't think that at all. I think he's just like, yeah, he's a great player. He retired. I coached him. I, I can take a little bit of credit here, make myself look good. Uh, Linnea, any thoughts on, on Tom Brady? I know you don't think he's very attractive. 
I don't understand why Bill was. I don't know if this was ever confirmed, but I saw that they were thinking about offering him like what is it, like a one day contract so he could retire as a Patriot yes. instead of a Buck. Yes. I think that's dumb. If he left, why would you bring him back? If he wasn't loyal, don't let him retire on your team. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, um, I think it's more. He, it's, he was the Patriot. Yeah, he is the Patriot but still. He left. He, so it was. I don't think it was a, a loyalty thing. If they would have offered him the money, I truly believe he would have stayed the money he wanted, and they didn't do that. I think the him leaving is 100% on the Patriots. Yes, he could have been like, okay, I'll take another bad deal, which in, in his history, Lene, he's t- he took a lot of low money deals to just make sure the team kept winning, um, and he wanted a little bit of security at the end of his career. But to me... It's a no-brainer for the Patriots to want to do it. Just from from a business standpoint, you can then brand stuff. You can sell out the stadium. You can, you know, have a good relationship. Continue to make money off it. I, I think, see it for marketing. I don't think it was Bill's idea. Oh no, it's I the owner. It's the owner's it, idea. It's the owner's idea. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it's definitely just like you said, like a marketing thing. Yeah. That they can twist. And I think it's also yeah, Bill couldn't give a shit. But there's there's yeah. yeah there's sentimental value there, and it's important I think for for the Patriots legacy and their national, you know, image to have their greatest player of all time and, and their best player of all time end his career on a good note. I think if I'm Brady, kind of what you're saying, Linnea, it's like, you guys had the chance to have me retire as a Patriot. You could have given me the deal that I wanted and you didn't. So no, I'm not going to sign this one, one day contract with you. So you can make a ton of money off me when you had the chance to keep me there and have me retire a Patriot. Screw you. I think that's more where the hangup's going to be, but I don't think Brady will do that. Like it's, yeah, it is. It's a hundred percent. It's trying to save face a hundred percent, but I hope to Christ it happens. I'm please God. Um, all right. You can finally pull out your jerseys again. No, I, I'm actually allowed now. I'm lifting myself and post ban. Once the season starts, I will allow myself to wear my Tom Brady Jersey again. I have not worn it since the day he left the Patriots. It's been Sitting collecting dust. Um, all right. And I can get rid of this stupid 10 jersey of this guy who sucks. Oh, my ankle got ripped off. I'm dying. Um, all right. Super Bowl. Let's talk Super Bowl, boys. This is our big Super Bowl preview episode. So um, let's start off with, um, I don't know. I don't want to go right into the picks. I feel like that's anticlimactic. Um, we'll start off with... Uh, Andy Reid, or no, Mahomes. Let's start with Mahomes. So we'll do quarterbacks first. Um, so Mahomes versus Hurts. To me, this is a win-win situation for Jalen Hurts because you go out and win the Super Bowl. You're a legend in Philly. You're going to get a great deal. Um, and you're you're kind of set as the quarterback. Now, people some some people think he's a fraud. I don't necessarily think that. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't know how long how much longevity he'll have. Uh, I don't think he's a great quarterback, but um, obviously he's gotten them there to this point. Um, I think this is a tough situation to be if you're if, if they lose, it's not that big a deal for Jalen. He's like, it's my third year. Like we made it to the Super Bowl. I have a lot to build on. We'll get back there. Blah blah blah. I think this is a big deal for Mahomes to win this game, and so he, this is his third Super Bowl. He's one and one, and he has not played well in either of the Super Bowls he played in. Obviously, the, the, the one against uh, San Francisco, they won the game. But if you remember, he, he played great in the end of the game. The first three quarters, he did not play well. He was pretty pretty sporadic. Um, 
And that was the year that they were coming from behind to win every game anyways. So it kind of made sense. He did not have a good playoff. And then the Tampa Bay game, he was miserable. He made some Herculean efforts, didn't didn't make commit, didn't make the plays. Um, but he he was just bad all game. And and a lot of it was on his line, I think, but still. And his receivers couldn't catch, but still. Um if he wins this game, obviously he get he's already in the GOAT conversation, which is so stupid, but he's just one step closer. You know, two Super Bowls in three appearances in his first five years in the league as a starter. That's insane. So, but if he if he wins this, he will lock his place into the top five quarterbacks of all time. I think in a lot of people's minds. And if he loses, he's one and two in Super Bowls. You know, this dynasty that they built is resulted in one Super Bowl. He clutch gene might be stripped from him. So I think it's a, I think it's a much bigger game for Mahomes than it is for Hurts. Cam, your thoughts on the quarterbacks? Yeah, um, Mahomes kind of has some pressure on him here because you made three out of the last four Super Bowls, five straight AFC championships. You win one out of those out of those. Wait, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, one out of those three. You're one and two to start your career, um, and. I mean, you, you got to argue that he's in his prime, right? And I think there's some pressure. You can't keep making all these and then not winning them. I'll give you one against Brady. You you had no help there. But I don't know what the excuse is going to be here against Jalen Hurts. Only thing is, Jalen doesn't really have that pressure. Uh, nobody expected him to be here. So he's just going to go out and ball out. I really do think he will. Um but win or lose, nobody's going to be like, oh, Jalen, done. You know, he's, he doesn't have it. Because no one expected him to be here. Now Mahomes is kind of like expected to be here every year. All of a sudden he drops two. Um, I don't know, man. It's not going to be a good look for him. I, I really do hope they win just because I, I respect him and I think he's, um, you know, he's going to be one of the greats. He's a Hall of Famer today, easily. Yeah. Um, but... I, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I, I really do think, well, we'll get, in, we'll get into the matchup, the game stuff, I guess. Uh, Dylan, quarterback's thoughts? Uh, yeah, this kind of is a uh, pressure situation for Mahomes, which, you know, it's like added pressure. Like, not only are you in the Super Bowl, but now you, like, have to prove yourself. You have to all the things that he's done and how well he's played. It, he has to now prove himself again. Um I don't think he'll have that mindset, but everyone watching will. So um, I don't know if that's going to have much impact on him personally. Uh, but you never know. Uh, Hertz is just, I mean, the Eagles are the best, they have the best record, right? Yeah. It's funny that they have the best record, but I'm, I'm seeing them as the underdog. They are the um, underdog. I mean, the game's going to be a pick em, right? I don't know what the line is. So, it, it was minus two Eagles last time I checked. Really? They're the oh, favorites. So they're minus, they're minus two, and I and I still have them as the underdog. I got them at one and a half here. So it's just, yeah. uh, it's, um, it's a situation where Hertz can go out, play what he wants, play his best game, and he doesn't have any of that seemingly added pressure. Um, 
So we'll see if that plays a factor. Um, uh, all right, let's do head coaches real quick. Andy Reid. Cam, you, you sent a stat in. What was that stat about Andy Reid? Never lost. Um, I've sent a couple of these. Yeah, so he's won. He's never lost. Never he's, lost. He's never lost for the Eagles, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so if history remains, so he's played against the Chiefs three times in his career. He's played against the Eagles three times in his career. He's I won remember. all of those games. Uh, three is the Eagles head coach, obviously. Three is the Chiefs. And if history you know, stays the same, repeats itself, the Chiefs win this game. Yeah, so Andy Reid, obviously more experienced, coaching in a lot of these games. This will be his what? Fifth? Fourth? Fourth. Fourth this Super Bowl appearance. Lost to the Pats with the Eagles. Three with the Chiefs. Yep, lost to the Pats with the Eagles, and then one San Fran, lost Tampa Bay. I'm pretty sure this is his ninth. That was his ninth NFC uh, just championship game. No. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. You, Cam, you brought up the Andy Reid uh, passing Belichick for wins thing uh, a couple, uh, like a year ago or so, maybe maybe more than that, and I shoot it away. He's getting closer, man. He's really getting closer. It's going to be tough to catch him because Brady won two as an assistant. I don't know what what um, Reid did before he was a head coach, but Ray, Belichick won two with the Giants as, as a coordinator and then obviously six with New England. So – that's going to be tough to catch if you're Andy. He's older, not in the best shape, heart attack on the field, might die, drag him out. Um, Crazy face shield every once in a while. (laughs) Sneezing all over. Loves hamburgers. Uh, But he's getting older, and I don't know what his win total is right now, but if if he's able to ride out Mahomes' career, if he's able to coach 10 more years, he might get close, man, because they're going to win 11 games a year, mark it down on the paper. Um, and they're going to be in a, a couple more Super Bowls, I'll bet, before this is all over, unless this totally tanks their confidence and they lose this game and the dynasty ends. Um, but he's an all-time great at this point, I think. And if he wins this game, th- uh, two-time Super Bowl champion, it'll count. It'll, this one will count for Reed. This one will count. People forget Mahomes and Reed haven't really won a Super Bowl yet. So They really have in terms of Sirianni, I know nothing about the dude. Seems like a massive hardo, which I get because he's Philly's head coach, which makes a lot of sense. Don't know anything about his coaching background. Don't know how much he affects the team. I mean, they were the best team in football this year, so he must be decent at his, at his job. They made the playoffs last year. Um, so I don't know anything about the dude. I, I give the edge to Reed 100% here. Uh, he might be the greatest offensive mind in football ever like Belichick's a defensive coach. I, I don't know. He's, he's got to be up there in, in terms of offensive minds, the way he's, he's made this offense tick. Uh, I don't like, uh, I don't like with Soriani, Soriani, Sirianni, whatever. Yeah. whatever. I don't like him because, uh, his like antics, like, like to the cameras and stuff. Yeah, he like, gets really game. keyed up during games. He, he but he's crazy. like, he like, he like puts on a show to the camera, like mid game, like t- scores a touchdown, he like points at the camera and like. Uh, <laughs> he does. He screamed he's once. He was like, as, uh, "F this team" or something like that. Yeah. He, like, oh, at the crowd, he was screaming at the crowd. He's like, he's like uh, doing celebrations with the players, and I don't, I just don't like pointing at the screen. Coach the, coach the team. 
don't, 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 like, well, he they doesn't, both he doesn't coach. Though. They both have been on the other team. Like, Sirianni was the assistant coach for the Chiefs, and now he's was for he? the Eagles. Yes. And now yep. he's you. How do you know that? She looked it up. Research. Good for you, Research. Linnea. That's a good, that's a good little bit of information. That was that was good. Reed, Who cares if she Reed looked it up? Reed was a head coach for the Eagles, and now he is for the Chiefs. We know that. Sirianni used to be an assistant coach for the Chiefs, oh. and now he's head coach for the Eagles. I didn't know so that. There's going to be some drama. I didn't know that. Sirianni is a make-a-wish coach. <laughs> that's what it seems like. That's what Cam it seems hates like. him because he's an Eagle. He's not, he is a make-a-wish coach, and... Julian Love was right. He's on a free ride. He's enjoying his free ride right now with his unbelievable offensive line. Three Pro Bowlers. You think all of them Mike the actually for, for I have a question. I have a question, Cam. So their quarterback is on a free ride. Their head coach is on the free ride. Who's no, Jalen Hurts has played well. You a couple weeks ago, you were like, "Yeah, he's not really it. He's having a cruddy playoff." He's been playing. He's been playing well recently. Because he was injured, he had a great start to the beginning of the season, but in large part because of the confidence that he has in the pocket and he can use his legs because of his own line. So is he responsible for their success, or is Sirianni? Oh, definitely not Sirianni. It's not Sirianni. No, he can't coach. I'm, I promise you that. Because you want to know why? Because no Eagles have come out and defended him from all these accusations. Everyone in the media has said, oh, yeah, are you kidding me? I haven't heard a single word from Jason Kelsey saying, oh, we stand behind our coach. He's the man. He's made who I am. No, Jason Kelsey coaches that team more than making that coach does. All right, so we're all on Reed, it sounds like. Yeah. If you look at Reed, he looks like a wimp. He looks like a guy who wants Gatorade dumped over his back. He, what color it does is, look is like to be that. determined. Or gravy. But you look at him, he looks like a winner. Um, he looks like a walrus. Not a, not a he does look like a walrus. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Poor gravy on his back. Poor, put gravy <laughs> in the wind. Put gravy in the Gatorade bucket. Um, all right. Last thing before we give picks and, and overall game thoughts. What are the props on this game? Do we have Super Bowl prop bats? Obviously, always great. What's the over-under for the na- Anthem Anthem Cam, you you sent a list of your props earlier this week. Yeah, sorry, I um I did. So I just I'm focused on four four props right now. So I'm gonna give mine. We got coin toss. We got over under on the uh, anthem. We have Gatorade color, and we have first song by Rihanna. Now. Number one, heads or tails. I'm on heads, baby. Um, I think it's going to be a little windy down Zona. I think the head has a little bit more sticking out of it, so it's a little bit more weighted on that side. The windier it is, the more likely it is to, to be heads. That's just something I made up. Um, the next thing is the over-under. The over-under on, um, on the anthem. Chris Stapleton, big fan of his songs. I don't know what the line is, but he's going over. He's a soulful man. He's got a powerful voice. He's going to use it to his full extent. Whatever the line is, it's going over. Uh, bet your house on it. 
Next one is going to be the color of the Gatorade. Something spoke to me this morning. I don't know what it was, but I thought clear Gatorade for the winner. I don't know about either team. I just know the winning team is going to be clear. So I'm going to bet Chiefs clear. Um, or if there's an option, just bet whoever wins. But Chiefs will win anyway. Last one's going to be the Rihanna song. Um, I got a crazy one. I'm going to Serbia. I listened to that song this morning, and I just saw it. I could see Rihanna walking out in some dark clothes. Lights are all down low. And then she just comes out and it's all crazy. Um, I'm excited for that show, though. I'm going to go to Serbia. It's got plus 1,200 odds as of this morning. So you put all those in the parlay, you look at a fat check. Uh, I, like, I, I like heads um, because, as Matt Slater said, the reason he picked heads in overtime uh, against the Falcons was because God is the head of his life. Love that quote. <laughs> so I'm going heads because God is the head of everyone's life, right? He's the he's the big man in charge. Uh, I like over two. I think these. Oh, it's. I feel like it's always over. I, I feel. I don't mean. I. I don't know what the what the record is, but I'm gonna go over two. He's a he's a country singer. He loves his country. He's gonna relish the moment. Um, Gatorade bath. If it's the Chiefs. I bet I bet Chiefs orange. Last time they won, it was orange. I think you don't mess with a good thing. You go with the orange Gatorade. Don't know what their Gatorade was against the Bucks, but um, orange Gatorade I think is a lock for the Chiefs. Eagles I'd go like white. Is white considered clear? Would that, is that like the same thing? Be the white I Gatorade. I would say the yeah. white bottle is. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So that clear or white. White cherry or whatever glacier. Maybe uh, maybe yeah, heads with ice. maybe heads with blue. I think they're going a, a darker darker color. Um, and Rihanna, I have a clear vision in my head cam of like dancers being out there, like busting down, like lights going crazy, strobe lights, fog, and then it and then she just rides out of the floor and it just goes, "Bitch, better have my money," and she just stands there and takes in the applause, and then she's gonna be. Going into that song first, they're gonna have to blur "bitch," um, but I think that's that's the first song I would enter to if I was uh, Rihanna. Also, hedge it with "This is what you came for," because God knows half the people there are probably there to watch Rihanna. So, this is what you came for. Um, Dylan, props. Yeah, I'm going tails uh, because um, I'm just not a heads guy. Always, usually always a tails guy. I don't know why. Um, so no head? No head. Why is it's it a called great vine. and tails? What's the... Because what's the, there's what's a the head tail? on the coin, and then tails is probably just... You just say head or tail, because it's the other end yeah. of the coin. Tough to say. There's like an eagle. Head, yeah, head or... or there's, um, an, an, there's an eagle's tail. Whole bird. Whole bird is on. It's a, head, it's a head or it's um, uh, a, a, a memorial on the back. Technically, the head of the bird is on there, not the tail as well. Yeah. So head, head or bird? Head or bird? Head or bird. Head or bird. Oh boy. Um, yeah. So I'll go. I'll go tails. The uh, the the anthem. I'm going over. Lock it in the over with you guys, but the thing is, is many people might also be taking the over. It's going to skew that line oh. uh, to be even higher. So it might be a sneaky. Oh, I think it's going way over. I think it's going way over by two minutes. <laughs> so uh, 
last year last year it was an over um it came down to the wire but it was an over uh and Gatorade for the Chiefs I'm going orange as well Trey if for the Eagles I'm going purple purple for the Eagles uh perp drink so just keep in Philadelphia uh perp drink fits in well and we have what was the last one uh Riata <clears throat> I'm gonna go. Uh, please don't stop the music. I'm That's gonna... yeah. It's a solid pick. I like that one. Uh, Linnea, you got prop for us? Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, tails never fails. So always go tails. Does all the time. Fails all the time. And if you're wrong, every time you say it, it fails. You just can't say it. Of being wrong. So I'm going tails. Um. Nice right. And, nice right. And then, and then, what is it? Color? Is that my neck? No, over under. Yep. Right? Chris Stapleton okay. doing the anthem. Over under. I'm going over because, like Cam said, that shit is soulful. He's gonna be getting into it with his low voice. He's gonna be stretching it out. That man's not fast with his words. Got the southern um, drawl. And then. I'm really vibing with orange. Something about orange is speaking to me, and I can't think of any other colors. So we're doing orange. Um, and then something about, so with Rihanna, I keep thinking of Desperado and Disturbia. You gotta pick one. Well, which one did Cam do, and I'll pick the others, because I don't want to. He did Disturbia. I, said De- I just said Disturbia. I don't know what Desperado is. We're going to do the Desperado, where it goes like, Desperado. Mm, sitting oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Desperado. Just so, I don't, just so I don't have the same ones. Um, all right. Game. So, this boils down to a pretty quick, just pretty, uh, actually, wait. Hold on. I think we should do it in a way where... So we have Tucker's pick. So Tucker's pick is the Chiefs. He's taking the Chiefs and the score, the tiebreaker, because there, there could be a result of a tie between myself, Dylan, and Tucker. Uh, Tucker's taking the Chiefs, and his score is going to be 34-21. Um, now, Tucker's in the lead. Oh, sh- should we do it by spread? What do you mean? Like, whoever has the closest spread of, of the win? Let's do total points. Total points? All right. So what's 34 plus 21? 55. 55. 55 points. I'm not paying price. Wait, I changed my mind. Okay, what is it? I, I want her to open up to take a bow, because imagine all of a sudden she appears, and she goes like, it's like da-da-da. She goes, how about a round of applause? I think that's to be the end. Yeah. That'd be the end. No, you open to it because it's a slow open. I like your persistence. Like now, it. Dylan, you are tied with Tucker with 18 points. Um, who are you taking in this one? And your reasoning why? Let it be a tiebreaker. Yeah, so if you pick the Eagles, if you pick the Eagles, there's no way that we can have a, a tie. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I'm following suit with Tuck. Um, because if we both lose, this puts you guys... One, one thing, it puts you guys in a pickle. Um, well, Cam's out of it. Who, who you're going to choose. Uh, and if Tucker and I both lose, then it comes out of the tiebreaker. 
He said 55 points. 34, 21 Chiefs, 55 total points. I'm going. Give me your score. Said, Give me your score. He said, he said 35, 20, 21. 34, 21. I'm going. I'm going. 30. 30 to the Chiefs, 28 for the Eagles. Uh, it's higher. I like I know it. 58. I like it What's the over-under so, on the game? I don't know. I think the game goes over as well, though, so it'll definitely go under. Um, I'm actually glad you did that, Bill, because I was, I, I was always on the Eagles. Um, so here's my thought process. The Eagles have been the best team in the NFL for the entire year, right? They have been doubted several times. Easy schedule or whatever. Weak opponents had one of the tougher, uh, had one of the easier schedules for sure. Had Jalen go down. We're still able to get it done. Um, over under fifty one, by the way. We're, so everybody has it going over so far. Um, and the coach is a Mickey Mouse coach. The quarterback's not a real quarterback. Um, you know, they traded for A.J. Brown. Did they give up too much? Blah, 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 blah. They've been the best team in the football all year. Their front is better than Kansas City's. They um, are better blockers. They're better pass rushers. And they had little Uzi take them out in the AFC, NFC Championship game. They came out to dreams and nightmares for Super Bowl 53. That was the end of the Patriots right there. Or 52, rather. That was the end of the Patriots right there. They have to pick a banger to walk out through. If they go with uh, I Just Want to Rock by Lil Uzi, don't know if I love that one. I think you run it back, go Dreams and Nightmares again. Um, but I just think they're the best team in football, and they have been all year. And Mahomes has kind of sucked in the Super Bowl so far. So I'm going Eagles. Go Birds. All you Salty Patriots fans, get over it. They're a fun team. Um, I'm going 28 or no, 27 to 24. Chiefs win. Uh, I got the Chiefs. Not that it matters. You just said Chiefs win. Trent. I mean, Eagles win. There you go. Um, I got the Chiefs. I guess I'm out, but I did bet the money line when they were plus like 115 as soon as it came out. So I got better odds on it than you guys. So, whatever. As for a score, just throw it out there when it happens. <coughs> um, let's give me a little bit. Of, I like the number 31 right now. I really like 31. Give me a 31-27 in favor of the red guys. That's very close to my score. 30-28. That's also 58. 31-27. <laughs> no, 30-28. Oh, yeah. I might do a little teaser actually with the... The over in the Chiefs covering by more. Linnea, who do you like in the bowl? I'm going Eagles winning 33-28. to 28. All right, so we've got two on the Eagles, three on the Chiefs. Um, should be a good game. I'm excited. Now, for the real meet, we're famous for this. We're famous for our <laughs> halftime breakdowns. Cam obviously lost his mind first year of the show. When uh, J-Lo and Shakira put on the best halftime performance of all time. Um, last year, we had some debate, I think, over how great that one really was. Um, 
this year we've got someone that I think most of us are excited for, Rihanna, who put out has put out some great music over the years, who has been an icon, who I think can perform in this situation. So obviously a well-themed list, guys, tonight. Top five Rihanna songs. List, list people, we'll say, because Lene is here. Uh, list people. Um, top five Rihanna songs. So uh, to start off, I, this is a tough list because there's a lot of good ones, but there's a lot of good features for her. So I'm going to give my honorable mentions. Um, two of them are features. Take Care, great one. Love how in the middle it just kind of gets weird with that guy singing. That, part, that part's really good. Um, but obviously that's Drake's song, but I'll take it. Great song. Uh, four or five seconds. Love that song. Another kind of strange one. Um, not a feature, but a lot of Kanye in it. And, uh, we are anti Kanye podcast. I believe we've, we've stated. Um, and my third feature, my third honorable mention would have been number one on my list. Had it not been disallowed by, uh, by the pod run this town all time song. She sings a great hook. Great chorus. Uh, gets you amped up. My number five is a strange one, but I, which I don't think is very mainstream. Um, it's Where Have You Been? Don't know if you guys are familiar with this song. Um, I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. I think it was a Johnny Cash. Huh? Super mainstream. Very popular song. Well, it was, but I feel like it's not, when you think about Rihanna, that's not one that comes to your head right away. I don't, it's... It's not on my list, but it was it was a, it was the discussion I had myself. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong saying this, but I think it's not one of her more popular songs. Um, but I love this song. It's a it's a Johnny Cash song originally. Um, obviously, not the same. has a has a dirty drop to it. Very mid 2010s, 2012, 13 type beat. Great music video. Good dancing. Um, just enjoy the song. I, I go back and listen to it every once in a while. So where have you been is my number five. Uh, Dill. Uh, my number five is uh, Bitch But I Have My Money. Mm. Uh, I am more of a old Rihanna fan. Uh, but this one sneaks into five. Um, frankly, I'm not that much of a Rihanna fan in general. So... I am excited for the halftime show because she does have some bangers, but um, <clears throat> I don't worship her like some people do. Uh, Cameron. Uh, so number five is tough. I got to give an honorable mention. I'm only giving one. Um, and it's Unfaithful. It's one of her first songs that came out. Um, not sure if you're familiar. Cause you know how my favorite Yeah, that one. Um so close to making the list. It's just something I I I can't bring myself to do it because I haven't listened to it in so long and I think that the fact that I didn't come up with my search is just a you know, me being nostalgic and if I actually listen to the so whatever, you get the point. Uh, my number five is going to be Stay. It's featuring Mickey Echo. Um, I want you to stay. I want you to stay. Um, good little slow song. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I got a lot of it's fine. It's fun, something. It's, uh, it's a peaceful one if you want to listen to a nice little melody. Linnea, number five. All right. I'm 
thrilled for this because I am obsessed with Brianna, unlike my worst half. Um, so you. my honorable mention is a feature because she has so many great features. And it's a bop. If you haven't listened to it in a while, it's Take Care. It's Drake featuring Rihanna. It's... I did just talk about that. <laughs> I know, I know. But I'm allowed to talk about it too. Absolutely. I'm guest. Absolutely. You are the guest. I'm going one because I think that one absolutely slaps. It's a banger. You, you can never listen to it and skip it. So, popping into my lists. My standard for a good Rihanna song is Can I Shake My Ass? So, number five, I got Stir the Bed. It's outstanding. Wait. And it just goes up from, from there. Wait, um, what? I thought you were just talking about Take Whatever. That was my honorable mention. That was your honorable mention. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I have another honorable mention that I f- forgot to throw in. Hard. Just because I like when she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so hard. And I, 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 so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun to sing. Um, number four for me is also Disturbia. Coming right off Linnea. Uh, throwback Rihanna. Oldest Rihanna song I have on the list, believe it or not. I, I, I was looking at Disturbia. Don't Stop the Music, and uh, Pond to Replay. Or maybe it's not the oldest, but I'm looking at those three classic Rihanna songs um, that, you know, they, I was, they're all kind of like a similar song to me. They're early Rihanna. They're upbeat, you know, beats pounding, dance to it. Um, it was really a tough choice, but I had to go with Disturbia just because it, it gets me amped up when it comes on at the bar or something. Um why do I feel like this? It's a great line. Um, yeah, no, Disturbia is my number four. Uh, Dylan. Uh, number four for me, I'm going uh, Diamonds. Number four hasn't been said yet. Uh, might be higher. We'll see on someone else's. Um, <clears throat> I just, I've, I've listened to this song a lot. Honestly, this might just be up here just because I know it uh, much. I mean, Song's good, uh, so it's worthy of a four spot. Cameron. Yeah, so I'm going to preface this with, uh, if you guys didn't know, Trey and I have some sort of connection. Um, <clears throat> now, I, I can't explain the text message that, that went, the text message uh, conversation that we had earlier this week, but when I tell you that we said the most absurd thing but at the same time to each other, um, believe that it did happen. It had something to do with the Raiders and the Bucks going to Somalia because they're both pirates. Um, anyway, I have Disturbia as well. And I think it's going to be the first song of the Super Bowl. Number four. I mean, you truly you can't do it justice of what, like, at the same time, just the most, like, absurd random thought at the exact same time. It's unbelievable. Uh, Linnea, number four. Number four, I got Honda Replay, which you had mentioned was kind of around the same level of yours, and something about the classics. I mean, everyone can say, you know, old Rihanna's their favorite, but if you think about it, she really hasn't had any recent music, so... Oh, yeah, she did, and it's terrible. Yeah, it's just, it's like all, to us, it's all older classics, but if you go even farther back, you know, like her OG stuff, that's you know, 
2017, what was it? Around 2017, right? When she started doing, um, oh gosh, what was it? That was like Desperado and like Sex With Me and Needed Me. Everything before that. Those are her peaks. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling an, I'm pulling an audible. Ponder Replays Replacing Diamonds. Forgot yeah, about Pond, it. Ponder Replays there. is my number four. Uh, Needed Me might be a huge miss on my list. Love that song. Uh, number three for me is actually going to be Diamonds, Dylan, to, to take your, your spot. You threw it out of your lineup. Yeah, threw it out. This is the yeah. slowest Rihanna song I have on here. Um, very soulful song. Uh, just a good song. Dylan, you did say just a good song deserves to be on there. Holt, hopefully agree with that, um, even though you took it off. Just a good song. Um, I mean, I don't... So- you know, Sia wrote this song in 14 minutes, supposedly. Gave it to Rihanna. Yeah, but she minutes. sings it really well. Like, she sings it really well in, in the track. It's soulful. It sounds like she's, you know, really pouring her heart out. So it's just a slow Rihanna song that I like, that that I'm, I'm not going to, like, change the radio if it comes in. Shine baby like a diamond. This is a banger. Diamonds three for me. See, I aggressively disagree. That's like my least favorite. I skip it. Every I like time that I song. I had note. you have to throw one slow Rihanna song on the list. Oh, no, as soon as I hear that first note, I skip it. Yeah, but mine's not necessarily me shaking my ass. You know, we have different standards for our lists. So, um, all right, all right. Dill. Uh, that's not true, Trey. I've seen you shake it. Uh, I, I can, it. but it's not. Um, doesn't come down to Rihanna song for me. All right. Uh, you Uh. Number three, everyone, We Found Love, uh, another old classic. Um, this one is will be the slowest one on my list, which isn't really that slow. But, um, yeah, number three, We Found Love. That's it. That's what I missed, too. I think I got that confused with diamonds. Cam? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with number three, um, an absolute banger of a song, an oldie but a goodie, haunted replay. Hey, Mr. DJ, come on, they replay. Mr. DJ, what did you do me to up? Um, I used to sing those words having no idea what the words were. I just kind of listened to the noises. It's back in 04. I'm like six years old or five, maybe seven years old. I can't really, you know, the, the tr- Trinidad accent. Uh, Ponda replay didn't know if those were real words that went together so I was just spewing stuff and I still do to this day I don't know the lyrics but I will sing that song loud and proud I really hope she plays it um, at halftime it's number three Lamea my number three um, SOS something about it as soon as it gets going you know you get the other words like SOS please someone help me it's not health. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely about you cannot go wrong. I think her her entire show, I would spend the money for a Super Bowl ticket just to see her show. At that point, it's a concert for me that just happens to have athletes. I think that's a lot of people's mentality. Uh, all right, my number two, this was a tough decision between my top two. Now, this number two is probably my most listened Rihanna song. Um, doesn't mean I think it's the best but it is probably my personal favorite. But I'm, I'm trying to make a, a list based on the best Rihanna songs. Number two for me is Work, which is definitely, I feel like, a hot take. 
I remember when the song first came out and we were talking about it amongst our friend group and people were like, I hate this song. I think I might have been at school with you, Dylan. This came out in 20... It might, it might have been. Yeah, and you were like, that song sucks. And I love it. I love the song. I love the beat. Do, 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 like, subtle. Um, and I like how she doesn't really sing. She just kind of mumbles. And I kind of like it. Great music video. She's absolutely busting down on some dudes in the dance hall. Great feature from Drake. Uh, something She's definitely kind of naked. Kind of. Great. Key to a great Rihanna song, if you ask me. Um, I When Drake comes on the song, Cam might remember this about me, but when Drake has like sing-songy features, I love it. Um, there was that song, uh, Come My Way, and then I would literally, when Drake's part would come on, I would turn it down. All I gotta do is put my mind to this shit. damn. And it just hit every note. I know I'm not actually hitting it, but on this song, you need to get done, 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 and we come over. The whole song's great. Rihanna's part's great. Drake's part's great. Good for when you're in a party, you're, you know, you're drinking a little bit, you kind of like the music is pounding. Definitely, this was definitely when we were. Yeah, music's pounding, and then it would just come on. Do, 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 do. Well, 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 you just kind of sway. Uh, work is my number two. Absolutely love this song and be, will be very disappointed if it's not played. My favorite Rihanna song, not the top of my list though, because I have a brain. Dumb too. Number two, Don't Stop the Music. My choice for the first song of the show. Um, just another, again, all of mine are, except for number five, are old Rihanna. Old Rihanna is the best Rihanna. Um, I wish she threw out some more like these. So don't stop the music. I mean, this is like this. This has to be like middle school dance territory. Mm -hmm. My first yeah. memory of this song, Dylan, is going to like my first or second or third, like one of my early, early Bruins games, and being stuck in Boston traffic, and it came on the radio with my dad. And that song they do, Mama Say, Mama Say, Mama Kusa, which is originally from a Michael Jackson song. And my dad said, hey, Mike, this sounds like Michael Jackson. Vivid memory in my head being stuck on Storo Drive in traffic the first time ever hearing that song. <laughs> so it was early, very early. Might have been before middle yep. school. I think it was elementary school. Um, no, but I think it was a banger at. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. be a good list. Middle school dance songs. Uh, Cam, number two. Wow, that's a good one. Yellow diamonds in the night. I was thinking it's good. We found love. Uh, it's gonna be number two. It's it's a um, it's a middle school song. Not so much the dances. I guess they probably were. I just remember vividly. Monument Mountain High School made it lift up. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. School. I yeah. And they did this song, and I. I loved it. I was jealous. I was envious. Of the only time I was envious of that school. A matchup of this um, and um, yeah, I forget what the other LMFAO. Was. Uh, yeah, 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 every yeah. day I'm shuffling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was incredible. My cousin was in it like the first. Uh, she went there and she was in one of the first lines. And I, I just listened to that song over and over, especially from that video. Um, it's, it's a great song. I still listen to this day. 
uh, something that's timeless now at this point. Hope she plays that one as well. I'm giving it an audible because I remember this was the song I wanted to pick. I couldn't remember if it was this because she says yellow diamonds in the light. That's what she says in the song. So my mind went to diamonds. Um, and I was thinking of the lip dub cam. That was part of my thought process. And then, and then I was like, wait, that's not the song of lip dub though. And then 100% right. This one's going in my number three slot outside of diamonds. I made a mistake. It is. Um, we found love. 100% is my number three. My bad. Um, Linnea, number two. All right. Dylan and I are finally on the same page. I got blasted in a bar, blasted at a party. Don't stop the music. Something about it, man. It just sets the vibe. My number one is probably majority number one. It's Umbrella. Um, now, like I said, maybe not the most listened to song for me from Riri. Um, but boy, is this a slapper. When this comes on, singing at the top of my lungs every time, uh, no matter where I am. Now it's raining more than ever. No, we just found each other. Whatever the words are. Screaming. Ella, 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 AA. I mean, it's such a good song. So good. Couldn't have started off career, her career on a better note. Jay-Z on it. Like, rats for like two seconds. Started endless rumors of them dating or, or him cheating on his wife with her. Um, but no, it's all-time song. Her best, easily. Will be played at the Super Bowl, no doubt in my mind. Guaranteed big rain machines, like, coming down. Probably soaking her or, like, a big waterfall that they project an image onto. It's going to be dope. Umbrella's my number one, easily. Now, now is is the field, uh, is it turf It'll probably grass? be in a, this, in a tent. It's grass. It's a grass field. This, this It'll probably be dumped into a tent. Issue with yeah, well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Dale, number one. Uh, number one, uh, my guess is not not number one to anybody else, because Umbrella is off my list. I do not like that song. That's a shame. So it is shame. not. It is not. It is not up there. It was overplayed. So good. I liked it when it first came out. I remember being really young and having it on like my iPod Shuffle, the one with the little clip. Remember that? Um, the back Agreed. of it was a clip. Um, very overplayed, especially when Lee started performing. This is a very joke. This is this is a and shame. I just I just don't like it that much. I mean, it, it, that's a that's a skip for me. It's a, when it comes on, it's a skip. Most of the time. Uh, so my number one is Disturbia. Uh, again, another classic. Um, I, I, something about that era of, of, of her with her like pop-ish music. Uh, I don't know. This one, this, one, uh, this one always gets me going. It's another one of those middle school songs. Another one of those uh, dance songs. Um, so yeah, Disturbia number one for me. Also, I'm pretty sure I have early memories of it being played before, like soccer or basketball games at Lennox, like as like the you know the tracks when they're you know warming up. For some reason, it always got me amped when I was like at the games. I don't know why. Cameron, Dylan, I'm glad that's on your list. Um, I think it made almost everybody's list unless I mean maybe Lena will put it first, but Trey. Um, I just gotta let you know that when the sun shines, man, shine the sun Come on the now, sun Come on now. It's umbrella. It's umbrella. Number one. Um, 
this song was an absolute banger. It was, if it wasn't number one for a while, it was played on the radio for two years, every three songs. Um, it was on one of the now CDs I listened to time and time again. It's, it's a staple. Um, I want to say 2008, maybe. Plus, it, it features Jay-Z. He has a great bar, great bars in it. Um, it's, it's a staple. I mean, it's, when you think Rihanna, maybe you don't think this song. I just, I would imagine that for, for me it is. And then, I don't know if you guys saw the Tom Holland video. Oh, um, so good. You can do a lip, lip sync. That's hilarious. Um, little cross-dressing action, Dylan. I don't know if you like that too much, but uh, it's it's good. It's worth a watch. It gets gets real wet. Um, Umbrella's number one. Linnea. I don't know how no one else had this higher up, and it was only Dylan's number five. But number one all the way is "Bitch Better Have My Money." This is a this something is, about this is bad. it. Bad girls song. like this song. It's I feel like something in the pitch of it just makes us all go feral. It's not even singing. And it's just yelling. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And I will yell right back. It's, I mean, I, I get the girl power essence of it, but it's just not no, that no, good no. song. No, nothing, nothing, no, no, nothing about girl power. I, it's just something about it. Something in the tone and the beat goes go absolutely feral. I think it's one of her However, weaker songs. Oh my god. I do want to note, I think um, Good Girl Gone Bad Reloaded, absolutely one of her best albums ever. All of her bangers are on that one album. Good Girl Gone Bad. That's her. No, I didn't not know that. But no, because that was That's awesome. Album, That's awesome. That one album alone has the Umbrella and Set Up and Drive. Um, it has Rehab, Disturbia, Take a Bow, like that one album alone, I think, deserves. Is that the one where she's like, top, bottom, bottom left, top right, like snaking up the album? Uh, like her, bo- her body's like sideways. It's like, the te- it's like, oh, sorry, I was about to say it's the teal blue one to the colorblind boy. Um, I, I think it's teal blue, yeah. Ooh, that's the best one. That's all right, I got, yeah. I got the colorblind app. Don't you worry. I shine my phone on things. Tells me what it is. No S and M from anybody, huh? As Lindsay at SMN, SMN. Do you have Lindsay's list? Uh, she told it to me. I think it was number one for her. No, but no, stay, stay with number one. SMN, SMN, SMN. Nah, 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 come on. What about Rude Boy? No Rude Boy for anybody? Oh, uh, not a Rude Boy come guy. Rude boy, boy. You know what? You mentioned it earlier, though, Trey. Four or five seconds. Four or five four seconds. Five. Is a cool it's a good sing-along, too. It's a great song. I think I hear enough. A lot of bangers, Rihanna. You don't realize until you to really look into how many bangers. I know. It, was, it wasn't until this morning that I really did get excited. No, we were excited. Cam has said that he will lose his mind if uh, she puts on a good show. We will see, Cam. We know that you get amped up for the halftime show. You get on your feet, start dancing. Love I'm a halftime you. enthusiast. I am. You were, you, I was, we're expecting a good breakdown. You said that you might send in a video. So we'll have to we'll have to see, but I think that's all we got for tonight. We will reconvene next week, and we will be done with football, and we will start movies next week. Um, get excited! Uh, thank you very much to our very special guest Linnea for for uh, pop, popping off the bench and getting in the game. Uh, any any parting words? Always Linnea? a pleasure. 
Any any parting wisdom? Um, I can't quite replace Tucker, but I definitely spice it up and keep everyone on their toes. Maybe a little comedic relief for anyone who's not aggressively into sports. I don't know, man, but I'm always happy here. Well, we're happy to have you, and, and you're. And your your little uh, anecdote about Sirianni is probably more sports analysis than Tucker's ever brought to the show. So um, you're welcome. I'm always here for you guys. Oh, let's give Tucker a secret word. Um, umbrella? Or is that too easy? I was I was gonna say umbrella. That's too easy. That's too S and M. Chains, chains, or whips. Syndicate. Syndicate. All right, syndicate. Syndicate is the secret word. <laughs> Unreal word, man. I don't know where it came from. Syndicate, like the secret word. I'm not sure what it means. I know it's, a, it's, a, it's like a crime group. A syndicate. Assassin's Creed. Syndicate. Yeah, it's like a group of a, a group of criminals. All right. Um, we will see you after the Super Bowl. We'll have an entire breakdown of the game. We'll go quarter by quarter. We'll break down the halftime show. We'll break down the, the pomp and circumstance. And then we'll be done with football. God help us. Um Obviously, interesting. We got the XFL, though. Yeah, it's coming back, and there's another one, isn't there? There's Arena League football is coming back, too. So, USFL. Yeah, USFL, Ooh. XFL. The Arena League, League wasn't a thing? No, it, it was went canceled. Away? It's coming back. Oh, damn. Um, I hope Albany has a team we're going. First video game I ever had. Football video game. Arena, Arena, Arena all the, yeah. Knocked, Arena Football 2006. Knocked the hell out of guys. Um... All right, that's our show. Thanks for getting away with us, and we'll see you after the show. Peace. Bye.